Welcome back to Roll for Blank Streets of Mage. We rejoin the party in the middle of a battle against the faithless cleric. Already in progress. Dun, dun, dun. Now it is the giant who is Coherence's turn, and that giant is going to attack Polly again. Get right. Bring it. That is a, uh, a 23 to hit yeah, with a great a... club. Oh, and I forgot to say, I made a, a, a five-foot move or whatever, get the hell out the window after I cast my spell. Okay, cool. So you, oh, you're kind of... back, so I assume I'm with him. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, how high is this window? It was like it was like 10 feet up. Yeah, so we just kind of, we're gonna, just going to drop off the side and, you know, we'll be fine. Okay, yeah. I won't even worry about taking fall damage. It's it's not... Uh, you, Plus, we you have know. feather fall, or at least I do. Yeah. So you're, okay. just by holding on to each other, you, physics has no meaning. Um, okay. <laughs> so, Polly, you're going to take, uh, you're going to take 12 damage from a, a club attack, which will be six for you. Um, and then the giant is going to take another swing at you, and that is a natural one. So the giant is instead going to hit itself on its own foot for uh, for 12 damage. Oh. Okay. And now it is Polly's turn. Polly. I'm going to assume that I that Polly could hear Captain Allura um, worried about her poem. So he's going to shout back, hey, how about this line? I'll make love to you so good you'll be hobbling. Will you be my slutty goblin? <laughs> Feel free to use that. I already have a whole line about the slutty goblin and you ruined it. Oh. But yours is quite good, I'll add it. I do like to hobble. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, the goblin just hit me, so I'm gonna eat a turkey, first of all. Okay. And then I'm going to, uh, yeah, I'm gonna turn to the goblin. Uh, he's right on me, right? I can't dash to him? Yeah, no, he's, he's right on top of you, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't care too much for money. Money can't buy me clubs. And I'm going to, ooh, uh, well, a 12 to hit. That'll miss. Yeah, yeah, I thought it might. Ooh, and an unnatural 27 to hit. That 27 will hit. Oh, oh, good. <laughs> so, uh, in case you need to know, Villa, a 27 will hit. Ooh, look at that. Okay. Uh, 35 damage and okay. 8 lightning, if that matters. 35 plus 8 lightning or 35 total? Uh, hold on. 10. Uh, let me make sure to do the math. Yeah, uh, 35 total. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah, so you just slash right into that giant, the giant grimaces and sparkles come out of the wound that you open on its belly. All right. Now it is... Villa's turn. Unless, do you have more? Do you have more attacks, Polly? I don't know. DM, do I? No, I didn't. Okay. Yeah, I got uh, 30 more attacks here. I, uh... <laughs> I'm going to try yeah. again with the Yuritanto because it's the only thing that can go that far. That's not the longbow. And it's a natural 20 for a total of 28 to hit. Okay. And that's on the, on the cleric? <laughs> Yes, on the cleric. Great. All right. Roll to confirm the natural 20. So you just oh. roll roll a regular hit and tell me what number you get. A regular, like a d20? Well, yeah. you roll, just roll the attack again. Oh. So the, the Yuritanto attack again. Or a d100. 19. 
Okay, that confirms. So you will do double damage. Bow-bow! Excellent. The damage I rolled was 14, so it'll be a 28 damage. Okay. Nice. And then I will hide. Right. <laughs> okay. at 37. Yeah, just <laughs> just a cloud of dust. And the cleric's like, what? what? Who stabbed me just Where, Where'd it go? <laughs> Can't even, oh, can't even so identify. sorry. I, I have to just keep reminding myself that I actually get some melee um, necrotic damage on that. So an additional five on oh. that. Okay. Does she double the five? Well, like yeah, do I double the five? That would double. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll double the five. Oh, excellent. Which I believe, now I majored in English, but I believe that's 10. 38 <laughs> damage. Booyah. Okay. All right. Uh, very good. Now the giant with the crown of madness is going to attempt to attack his fellow giant. And that first attack is a 25 to hit. And that will do... That'll do pig. 24 damage. Nice. I like that I'm only relevant not on my turn, though I am writing a really nice... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's a great poem. Second attack is a two on the die, so it will miss. And that is the end of that giant's turn. We roll back to the top of the order. Captain Elora. you're on the ground. You've just fallen from the windowsill. You got hit in the face with Guiding Bolt. You and Otis fluttered down from this windowsill as he was sort of spider climbing and you were feather falling. All right. Um, I'm going to uh, run over to the nearest window so I can keep appraised of how my crown of madness is going. And probably just crawl myself into a nook so I can get my notepad up near my knees and continue writing. Um, and I'm gonna yell, Otis, uh, what rhymes with Cutamingus? Um, Ringling Brother Barnum and Bailey Circus. Dingus. <laughs> dingus. Right, I clearly hear Dingus from a cloud of smoke in the room. And I think, right, um, I'm I like mine better. No, I, I like that. Like, uh, us two girls don't need a Dingus. That's why we got conlinguists. Linguists? <laughs> Are you a cunning linguist? <laughs> or is this the Irish airline? This is all very helpful. Um, and then I return to my notebook and I continue casting Crown of Madness. But like, I think I need some emotional support. So like, I'm gonna pull out a couple more cats. Um, like cats I haven't met before. Cats that may not have names yet. Because a poet should name them and get to know them. So I'm just gonna have a small conversation with the cats about what rhymes with things. All right. That's my turn. The Kitty Poetry Commission commences. And now it is the Faithless Cleric's turn. To begin her turn, she's going to use a free action, wave her hand over the holy book, and you see the Crown of Madness dispel. Oh, no. For her second action. Wait, sorry, you said that was a free action. Yes. So for her first action, that is not free. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs> she is going to cast heal on herself no. and the two giants. And they're all and going the to get giants? 17 hit points back. Those Sons of bitches. We gotta get rid of this lady. Okay. And for the second attack, she is going to fire a guiding bolt at Polly. And that is a 12 to hit. Yeah, that gets me. Oh, wait, I'm dyslexic. No, that misses. 
Uh, then she is going to swing her mace at you, and that is a 23 to hit. She has a mace? Yeah, that's what she's been hitting you with the whole time. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what so she hit me in the like, face with. It's come up like it give me a five times already. Hit in the face. Face mace. You're um, And that is, a t- that is 26 points of damage Okay. from that mace. And that is the faithless cleric's turn. Now it is Otis's turn. Otis! Yeah, okay, we gotta so kill this bitch. We pop down from the window. Um, I imagine we can go to the front door. Mm-hmm. Or is there another window? There's another window on the other side of the of the door. Yeah, I mean you could go, you could climb up there if you wanted to, or you can go go in through the door, or you can stand in the doorway. You probably got range for most of the things. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna. How far away is the doorway? Like five feet. It's not okay. That far. So I'll I'll step into the doorway, and can I hit her with a fireball and yeah. not hurt hurt my friends? Yes. Yeah. You will be able to, you basically just have to have her be in the front edge of the circle. Most of the fireball is going to go kind of behind her, but yeah. back into the left so she doesn't hit Villa. It, it disappears. Back and to the left. Back and to the left. To the left. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm doing that at level four. She needs to make her deck save 17 or okay. take. Whew, that is a fail. 34 damage. Okay. Shazam. And if I can step back around the corner of the door, take some cover, that would be dope. Great. Yep. You can do that. So you are now back around on the outside behind the door. Okay. Now it is the uh, the first giant's turn. That giant uh, feels a renewed vigor, having been healed, and is going to attack Polly because there's literally no one else in the room to attack. <laughs> so... <laughs> First attack is a 16 to hit. Nope. Second attack is a 24 to hit. Yep. And that is going to be 22 damage as it swings a great club across your starboard side. Okay, and uh, now it's Polly's turn. Polly! Polly's gonna eat another turkey. Polly is gonna get chunky. The nice thing is, is bleeding is is a real good exercise. Uh, right yeah, down. no, that's all thing. Expenditure of calories, right there, for yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so one of the giants is still wounded, or is, is has been wounded. So I will attack him again. Yep. Okay, that's the one that just hit you in the mug. Oh, okay, that wasn't the one with renewed vigor because he. Oh, okay. Well, right. the, the one that hit you was the one that was most injured and just got healed. That's why he was psyched. The one that was Crown of Madness hasn't acted yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, unnatural 20 to hit? That will miss. Uh, 24 to hit? That will hit. Ah, thanks, Ooh. 27 damage. Okay. All right. Very nice. Okay. Now it is Villa's turn. Villa. Do it again. You going back, Jack? Uh, 16 to hit the cleric did not. That will miss. Yeah. Hide. 24. Okay. Yeah, you'll you'll still hide. It's you you notice that like oh, this time I was a little too a little too twitchy about it. You look like a column, but you're kind of a wobbly column, so if somebody really looked at you, they'd be like, that's not the column. That's a villa. <laughs> uh, okay, now it oh, is. Uh, sorry, DM. Yeah. I uh, I've got to add eight 
twice. I did not, so it should have oh. been 35 damage. Can I put more, eight more damage on that? I forgot I got electricity and strength bonus. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, so that's eight more damage on that giant? Yeah, sorry. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, no worries. I rolled well, and it was less than the last time. Okay, that's cool. All right. No, that's that's good. The giant's starting to look a little worn out. Just on his side. Tucker? Is he Tucker? He's Tucker. He seems like he's had a long day. Aww. Maybe maybe had a little too much fun at the giant park, running around with the other giants. Paws are a little rough. Uh, okay. The uh, giant that had the crown of madness on and is now like, wait, wh- wh- what? I'm here and I'm ready to fight, is going to also attack Polly. Polly, uh, it is going to pull out a oh, no. large wow. flaying whip. Oh. So a, a big like cat of nine tails sort of thing. And that is a 23 to hit. At least you ain't going to get pregnant. Yep. And uh, that is going to be 17 damage as you just oh, get right. lashed like nine times with these little uh, little tips of, of uh, evil whipness. And then it's going to try whipping you again. And okay. that's a, uh, a 10 to hit. That did not strike what he intended. <laughs> All right. And, uh, and now it is Captain Elora's turn. Captain Elora. We're back to you. All right. Well, I formed a small poetry group with my cats, um, but now I clearly very upset about the fact that I don't have time for my poetry. I slam my notebook down, which scares Henry David Perot and Margaret Catwood. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm gonna have to fight. So I put my notebook up, I make some good eye contact. I focus on the least healthy, the sleepiest looking of the giants. Oh, yeah. And I cast Dissonance. Okay. All right. So the save on that is a wisdom save? Yep, perfect. Okay. You're going to fail. You're going to fail that save. Uh, um, so yeah. roll some damage. You're never going to damn to be. 26. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, wow. All right. The, the giant's going to take this damage. And then the giant's gonna sort of bury its face in its hands, dropping its club, its great club on the floor. And it's just gonna start running toward the back of the cathedral. And in its mind, it is greatly, deeply horrified that it could be stunt casted in a Left Behind sequel starring Kurt Cameron. It wants nothing to do with that franchise. It doesn't wanna be in that kind of religion at all. And it's just like, I, my career can't go this way. And it starts running toward the back of the cathedral. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, Nathan. <laughs> uh, okay. Now it is the faithless cleric's turn. And the faithless cleric is going to fire. Actually, no. Not going to fire. Let's see. What, what are we going to do here? Well, that giant's too far away for you to heal it. So don't you fucking think about it. <laughs> oh, the range on the heal is, is quite immense, but... She won't heal them now. Um, gonna go ahead and take a mace swing at Polly here. So uh, that is a 16 to hit. That That's gonna miss. Miss old Polly. Whiff. And uh, now going to open that holy book and start some sacred flame at Polly. So Polly, make a dex save. Oh, do I see it coming? You do. You do see it coming. It's the same book that always shoots flame matches. So you're, you're you've kind of <laughs> uh, seventeen. You caught on. Um, it will still hit you though. Um, so you're going to take nine fire damage from this sacred flame. I'm rolling terribly on these. 
Good. D8. Excellent. Keep it up. Nice Keep job. It up. You're doing, you're doing plenty of damage. Get him, Nate. Turkey <laughs> illustrates. You're doing plenty of damage. Uh, and now the cleric is going to jump back uh, kind of in the direction of the giant and fire a guiding <laughs> bolt at you, Polly. Uh, that guiding bolt is a 22 to hit. Yep. And that's going to be 17 damage as a blade of magic flies into you. Okay. All right. And that is the faithless cleric's turn, and it's back to Otis. Otis! Okay. Um, I will step around the corner of the door. I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. You said the cleric just kind of jumped back close to the giant? Yep. So I should be able to hit both of them. If they're in like a, a fifteen foot squarish kind of area, yeah, they're they're close enough to each other that you could definitely hit them both without hitting anybody else. Okay, so they'll need to make a Constitution save of seventeen. Okay. If they fail, the damage will be twelve. They will also be pushed back ten feet. Okay. If they pass, then they only take half that. Don't. Okay. Move. the The giant is going to succeed the save despite being whispered. Lots of Constitution in a giant. Um, yeah. So just going to take six damage, you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. And the uh, the Faithless Cleric is going to take the full brunt of 12 and be thrown against the back of the cathedral. Take it. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> okay. And uh, great. And yeah, then the, the Faithless Cleric is also going to fall prone. So they're going to have to take a move action to stand up on their next nice. turn. And then I do my SWAT team move or, or spy thing and step back around the corner. Okay, roll roll stealth for me, since the uh, the cleric, as she hit the wall, is looking in the direction where the spell casting has come from. Oh, I'm sure she, yeah, um, ten. So the the cleric knows where you are now. Mm-hmm. You you succeed in hiding. You're behind the you're around the corner of the door, but she knows that you're there. Uh, all right, yeah. now it is the uh, first giant's turn. That giant is uh, still, you know. In the, in the throes of a whisper and is going to continue to move away for its turn. And now it is Villa's turn. Villa. Just want to point out to uh, the cleric is prone. So all melee attacks get advantage. That is that is correct. And sure I is. know someone who enjoys stabbing people in the face. There is the uh, face stabbing thing. I like Prone that. means face down, but yeah. Well, in the back of the face, a back of the face. <laughs> back face. If you go we, we through go. the back, you get to the face eventually. If the blade's no, no, on enough. The fact that Belly assumes that prone automatically means face down uh, says a lot about his sex life. That's all I'm saying. But I'm just gonna. I'm These just, are medical terms. Doctors. Prone is face down. Prone means face down. Supine, Supine? is face up. I yeah. know he's got a t-shirt on right now that says, if she's prone, she's ready to bone. But, uh, you know, that's not... That's not a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a halter top, whatever. I don't know what the fashion <laughs> words are for this stuff. Oh really more of a tube top, I think, but uh, <laughs> we don't need to quibble over fashion. We can uh, see a very sexy six-pack. That's all I'm saying. Okay. 24 to hit. Do okay. I get a bonus on that? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give it to you okay. because she's prone. You're so prone. roll some damage. Give it to the prone girl. Give it. Seventeen. Okay. Do you have necrotic damage? I do. Plus five. Oh. So that's twenty-three. Don't be forgetting that shit. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay. Okay. Cool. 
All right, so you're just gonna lunge in with that surgeon's blade? Are you hiding now, or are you gonna stand oh, yeah, there and be like, come at me? Nope. Okay. <laughs> He's not into that. I don't exist. 32. Okay, yeah, you, you vaporize. <laughs> you sublimate. You go from solid to gas without passing <laughs> through liquid. It's insane. Uh, okay, so now it is the giant who was formerly crowned with madness's turn, and that Something giant as- is going to go after Polly. Polly, uh, the whip's coming at you. That whip is going to be 12 to hit on the first attack, and then a 19 to hit on the second nope. attack. The ineffectual giant is going to throw the whip on the ground. <laughs> throw the whip on the ground and just jump on it, having a little, having a little tantrum. And uh, yeah, so now we're back to the top of the order. Captain Elora. All right. Um, as a free action, um, I'm going to take uh, two apples, and I'm going to give one to Franz Katka, and I'm going to give the other one to Anne Mice, and I'm going to tell them to go give them to Polly because I'm worried. Okay. So these cats are, I assume the apples are slightly bigger than the kittens, so it's going to take them a couple turns to get to Polly. Um, <laughs> oh, that's helpful. Yeah. Then, uh, um... <laughs> So she's prone. Is she still holding on to her staff and to her book? Yeah, yeah. She didn't drop anything. Could you describe the staff of the book to me? Well, the so the the mace is a large golden mace. It's it's actually more of a morning star. So it's like an orb with spikes all over it, on oh. on a large uh, metal rod. And then the book is like a large sort of holy book, like a just a big ass King James Bible kind of situation. Is it like leather? Is it embossed? Are there any like pretty metal hooks on it? The the book has no le- uh, has no metal on it. It's it's just all leather and and bound paper. But cool. but that mace is definitely metal. If if I if I catch your drift. Oh God, you do. Um, right. <laughs> um, I'm gonna cast uh, heat metal. Um, okay. And I'm a, like. First, I really, really know that like Pernus Hemingway has a bad background with weaponry. So I'm gonna put him back in the bag so he doesn't have to see it happen. And then I'm gonna cast Heat Metal. All right. <laughs> uh, and then what kind of damage is that? Okay, so it's gonna be 2d8, uh, 14 damage. And then I assume she'll drop it. So I won't have to do more. Yeah, yeah, no, she, she drops the mace on the floor. It, there's this resounding, almost bell ringing style clang as this huge weapon hits the floor. Uh, okay, and that's uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay, she's not happy about that one bit. Very unhappy about that. Uh, so now it is the faithless cleric's turn, and the Wait, faithless I, cleric. Gee, I haven't gotten the turn since she went the last time. Or was that when she was prone? Did I skip you? I maybe skipped you. Okay, Polly, I must have skipped you. So we'll jump in. I just wanted to jump on it while she's on the ground. Yeah. But did she... I'm trying to think, did she... She fell prone from Otis's Thunder Wave. Yeah, and I haven't had a turn since. Okay, so I skipped you after the giant and went straight to Billy. Oh, okay, good, good. So we'll take your turn back out of order here. So, yeah. That's not what I'm worried about. Okay, I'm going to dash over to her. Okay. The uh, Dauntless um, Warrior Helm. Because she's prone, I'll uh, get advantage. So I'm going to... The book that's holding the hand, I would like the hand. So I'm going to focus all my attacks on that wrist. 
Okay, so you just want to cut the hand off that's holding the holy book. I am going to try to cut the hand off and see how that works. All right. Now that I think about it, nubbing and loving is a good rhyme. I'm going to put uh, that in my poem. 26 to hit? That's a hit, yeah. Okay. Come on. Oh, shit. Oh, this is good stuff. All right, um, I got to do so much How many sixes right are we talking about here? I got two sixes, two fives. So that's a 22, 30, 38, 39 damage to that wrist. Damn, yeah, you cut the Damn hand point. Oh, okay. You, Can you I sever that hand. And for a free action, or is that... Cause do, you want, do you want to take it tenderly, or do you just want to pick it up and put it in, in her pocket? face? No, I just want to pocket the hand. I just okay. want to... It's like saints. Saints have like a saints, you know, St. Michael's, you know, the... Relics. Yeah, you yeah, want it for your reliquary. Like the ankle bone he danced on, that's what I want. Yeah, if you rub it, you get some extra luck or something. Been there. I don't know about that. Okay, um, I'm going to use my uh, extra attack from using the Dauntless Warrior's Helm. Um, oh, shit. Don't scare away the cats bringing you apples. Oh, God, you're right. So, okay, I get a bonus action. You got two attacks left, right? Because you right. charged in and took an attack. You got two more attacks. So kick that weapon away. Can I pick no up kidding. a hitter with it? Oh, God. Or try uh, to? You're going to roll strength for me. Okay. And we'll see if you can pick up this crazy huge weapon. Phil, just be impressed he's not riding. A non-natural true. It's true. Okay. Um, yes, you can pick it up. However, Captain Lore, I want you to roll the heat metal damage and cut it in half. And Polly, you're gonna take that damage as you I pick the thing this. up. Three. Okay. Um, that's cut in half already. Okay. Oh, okay. So that's three. Great. You're gonna take three damage from the uh, searing hot handle of that mace, and then Polly, go ahead and roll a d20. Give yourself a plus eight on that. Do I get advantage because she's prone? Absolutely. Shit on uh, non-natural 20. Okay. So yeah, and, you'll you'll miss with the attack. And and that counted as both my attacks? No, that's just one of your attacks. So oh. you can try swinging it again. You'll take three more heat damage from holding on to the thing, but you can try swinging the mace again. That's fine. Um, Can I eat a turkey as part of this? Oh yeah, yeah. You can- uh, I don't think Danny's cat delivered apples have arrived yet. I mean, they couldn't drag a whole turkey, let alone an appetizer plate. Who knew that would take that long? Door slash. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 22 to hit. That will... uh, Well, okay. Here's what I'm going to do. Roll a D100. Oh, on it. Oh, where did you put my D100? (laughs) Here, I'll roll it on the floor. It's still going. You know it's how unusual It's still going. It's still going. It hit it and it made it worse. <laughs> speed. It's going faster. I don't know why anyone invented a D100. It's going to hit a wall. This is going to be great. Okay. Oh, that works. 63. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So you are going to hit because. She does not expect her own weapon to come at her. So, Polly, you are going to roll 4d10 plus 4 and do that much damage to the Faithless Cleric with her own implement of destruction. Okay, so 4d10. Oh, oh that's, that's a 10. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Jesus. Um, plus what? 
plus four. Uh, 32. Okay. Pearl. All right. Yeah, so you just you just pick this mace up, you take a little more damage, and you just bring it right down on the back of her head, and uh, and you do you do some back of her face on the reverse <laughs> of her face, and you do massive damage. Uh, she looks not good right now. She's missing a hand. She's, She's missing both her hands. Oh god, I gotta add that hand to my inventory. Yeah, you do. Uh huh. Okay, so Polly, that, <laughs> that was your name. turn. What are you planning for that <laughs> severed faithless cleric hand? Yeah, why is faithless, that not in here? I don't see it. Yeah, well, you you can make you can make up to five wishes, but they all come with a terrible consequence. <laughs> oh, I bet there's a terrible. The cleric's paw. I knew it was. Coming. <laughs> uh, okay, so now the faithless cleric has her turn. Since we're back, we're back into the order we're supposed to be, and she's going to use her move action to stand up. And she is going to speak healing on herself and the no. two yeah. giants. No. And uh, she only heals for nine, so that was not good. So uh, hand didn't grow back. No, no, hand does not grow back. So the uh, the. No, it is, but it's like a Deadpool hand where it's just tiny, like a baby hand. <laughs> it was... baby hand. God, and it, it can't pick up a big book. So, so big. big. <laughs> um, so. She is going to attempt to throw a guiding bolt, and Otis, she remembers where you are, so she's going to fire a guiding bolt in your direction. So roll a d20. Look out, Otis. <laughs> Do I need... That seems condescending. <laughs> did. Um, so not a particular save, just a straight d20? Um, well, you can do a dex save if, if you'd like. Makes no difference. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, natural 20. Oh, all right. Well, then the guiding bolt is going to come flashing at you, but you're going to just sort of, your Otis sense is going to tingle, and you're just going to kind of <laughs> step a little bit further out of the way. So this blade of magic comes flying through the wall uh, and misses you completely. Whoa! So, isn't that nice? That um, nice? And the cleric's third attack, they're going to fling another guiding bolt because that's all they can do at Polly. Polly, that is a 28 to hit. That, that hits. And 20 damage okay. hits you. Okay. Now it is Otis's turn. Otis! Get him, Okay, yeah. Um, I use a metamagic point to free up a spell slot. Um, Otis is going to step around the corner and send uh, a bunch of magic missiles at her. Um, let's see, three, five. Six, six of them this time. Okay. Um... So, I'm just going to tally damage. Give me a second, here. 4, 12, 11, 18, 72. No! You're all so nice. So We nice. love you. <laughs> Roll for teamwork. <laughs> I'm rolling quite well so far. Um, so, you keep up the taunting. I told you not to take the ecstasy before the yeah. D&D sessions. Wow. <laughs> Is that three fours in a row? Uh, yeah. He's and there comes a two. But there comes a two when every two. person. I mean, and usually at least once a day, a, a two has to come. Otherwise, you probably have serious problems. No poop jokes. Aww. I feel like that should be the title of your podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to No Poop Jokes. <laughs> this week, farts? Do they count as poop? We're going to talk yeah. to a panel of experts to decide. No, Aww. they don't. <laughs> Okay, uh, these magical darts come whizzing around the corner, and 
smack this stupid cleric in the face, and she takes a total of 21 damage. Okay. Nothing to say about it. That, uh, that's gonna mess her up pretty, pretty, pretty good. Good. Uh, okay. Now it is, uh, the giant, the most injured giant's turn. That giant is still dissonant whispered, I think. Yeah? That works for me. Okay. Well, I guess they get to try to save against it, don't they? But it, you said it was a 15 will uh-huh. for wisdom? Yeah, uh-huh. not gonna not gonna pass. So just gonna continue to be too afraid to fight. None um, to pass. None shall pass. Now it is Polly's turn. Polly, it's you again. Is she still prone? No, she's standing up now. Oh, okay. she's got no hand. She's got no mace. She's got no holy book. Am I still? She got magic missiles in the base. Say is again? the mace still heated? Um, I don't think so. I think the heat's probably dissipated by now. Oh. But I think the cats are pretty close. Yeah, a couple of a couple of kittens are going to sidle up behind you, each dragging an apple behind them. Okay. Um, and these apples are five a pop. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, I I will eat the apples and double quick, fisted. Quickly pet the cats. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yep. Free action. You can pet cats. Um, can I just put the mace in my satchel? Or um, the mace is like so heavy that you don't think you can carry it around long term. Like oh. it takes all of your strength to swing. Yeah, I got it. Can I try to just toss it, like do a hammer throw and just toss it away? Yeah, sure. You, I'll let you do that. I'll just let you do that as a as an action with no roll. So you can use one of your attacks to pick it up and throw it back the other way in the cathedral. Okay, okay, yeah, that counts as an, okay. All right, and I will try to attack her otherwise. Okay. Why the hell not? You can do this, Polly. 24 to hit. That'll hit, yeah. Oh, yes! In her her very weakened state, that will hit her. She can't dodge out of the way. Quite so good. So much math now. So much math. Uh, 37. The Faithless Cleric is dead. Woo! I just actually, I've been forgetting my rage damage. That was 39. Oh yeah, way, way dead. Like, (laughs) you're super dead. Take it. The Faithless Cleric is going to gasp and look at you and say, ah, I shouldn't have believed that you were too small to defeat me. It's only small minds that fail in these matters. And and she just bleh, gasps oh, and, and dies. Right before she dies, can I say, I'm sorry, I should have given you a hand. Great. And I'll give her the finger. Or maybe five fingers? Maybe I've got 15 now. <laughs> All right. Yes. Can I take her severed hand and flip her off with it? That would be great. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. That's that's a fun image. The last <laughs> thing she sees is her own severed bloody hand flipping her off. <laughs> now it's Villa's turn. Villa! Can I spit on the cleric? No, I'm just kidding. I would like to You're attack. <laughs> I, I'm still wearing slutty robes, right? I can just lift. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, you will be peeing down your own pants, but no one will see it because you have an illusion dress on. True. Sure. Um, okay, so one of the giants is whispered still? Yes. Uh-huh. And that the one is, other one? And the other one is kind of standing right at the dais, looking pretty healthy, honestly. Oh, crap. All right. <laughs> uh, fine. We'll go after the healthy-looking one. How far away is he from me? Uh, probably like 15 to 20 feet. You're, you're hiding behind a column uh, near the back of the cathedral. All right. 
Uh, Yuri Tonto struck for 12. Okay. <laughs> That's a miss. Okay. Although, as, as you as you fling the Yuri Tonto <laughs> across the room, you do see that both of the giants have a sort of shimmering aura that seems to melt off of them and fall to the floor. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Wait, what fell on the floor? Uh, like a shimmering, a shimmering aura fell aura. off of the giants. Not sure if that was protection from the uh, cleric or or me. One of those. Not um, protection from me, but like if the, if the Yuri Tonto did anything. So the uh, that giant that you just attempted to attack, did you yeah. hide? Of course I did. Okay, great. The giant you just attacked is not going to see where you went and is going to attack Polly. Um, yeah. yeah, did not see where you went. Uh, so Polly, that's a 19 to hit on the first attack and a... Uh, yeah. And a 17 on the second attack. That's Yay. not going to do anything. Um, so we're back to the top of the order, Captain Elora. All right. Um, well, I'm welcoming my cats back into the bag. Um, they've done a very good job feeding Polly. Right. I. So the least healthy giant is in the corner, afraid, and the healthiest giant is near Villa. Well, near Polly. Yeah. Near Polly. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'll just, I'll cast Distant Whispers on the healthy one. We might as well have two afraid giants. Okay, great. Um, okay. Yeah, that's a fail. Love it. <laughs> Roll some damage. Fourteen. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, so this giant uh, also is going to drop their, their cat of nine tails and clutch their face. And you can tell as they are running scared toward the back of the cathedral, toward the other giant, that they are most afraid of being the understudy for that giant in a <laughs> Left Behind movie starring Kurt Camp. Wow. Yeah, yeah. No, Nobody wants to be, nobody wants to be not even good enough to be in that movie. <laughs> it's like, oh, I hope somebody gets hurt. Uh, so yeah, both of those giants are afraid and dissonant whispered. Um, they're not wise enough to break that, so I'm gonna let you fall out of combat order. So if you want to like mess them up, you can. Uh, it's kind of up to you. What do you want to do? I'm going to go uh, take my great axe and chop the head and the foot off of the cleric and add okay. that to my inventory. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I want a foot and I want a head. We can make a little cleric stein here. I'm gonna loot the body, um, minus the head, foot, and hand that are already missing. Okay. Well, you found another foot and another hand. Well, it's your lucky day, Otis. <laughs> that, uh, there's that book, right? Yeah, the, the there is a holy book. You you can't make heads or tails of it. It it and actually, when you open it up, it seems like all of the writing on the pages disappears as you flip through. Um, there's something something magical going on there. Yeah. You find though uh, an orb of time, a rod of rulership. Just make I already have one of those. <laughs> Heyo! Oh. Sexism. <laughs> uh, both of those items are in R and D and D Beyond. They're they're just real real ass things. Um, you okay. also find one thousand gold pieces. Oh, I'm rich, bitch. Apparently, everybody tithed recently. Wow. And you find six three course dinners. For the first time in this campaign, I'm going to turn to Polly and say, Polly, do you need some of that food? <laughs> I wouldn't mind some uh, three-course dinners. Um, do you you want two? Yeah, no, I think fair. maybe we all take one and then Polly gets three. All right. 
That seems fair, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I can uh, redistribute them if you guys get low on food. The cats are great at just carrying stuff around. Most recently, I just got the shit kicked out of me for an entire battle while you guys hid, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, I took seven damage oh, while I was trying to did, do a poem. Did anyone take damage except me? I, I did. I got hit in the face with a mace. I got 12. Oh, that's right. That's right. I, I took damage on the windowsill, too. Yeah. The Stained glass in my my neck. Sorry, so the rod of rulership. What was the second thing? There was an orb, orb of time. time. Mm-hmm. See what orb that. of time, rod of rulership, one thousand gold pieces. Those six three course dinners, and the giant dropped a great club plus three. Ooh. Now, as these two giants are running away, and the and the battle ends, uh, a white light breaks through the back wall of the cathedral and the cathedral wall itself disappears as if it were an illusion. These two giants run out just into into the distance and both of them actually run and fall right off the edge of this <laughs> pier where you see a giant airship that looks like a ship of the line held aloft by four massive wood-fired balloons. The ship is tethered by a long chain to the edge of this this stone dock behind the cathedral. Along the uh, the side of the ship, the name, the Dartington, is painted. And beyond the ship, you see the distant Forgotten Garden, an area that you know to be a huge nature preserve that surrounds the palace of Santa Palacia, where Murdered Duncan Bloodspell holds his ill-gotten throne. Is my girlfriend there? You do see Shanti standing beside the ship, and she stops you as you all approach. I assume you're approaching. Oh yeah, but first of all, what is she wearing? She's she's wearing her same, uh, her normal samurai uniform with, with the slash marks and things cut out. She's bandaged up the exposed wounds on her sides and and kind of patched up her face a little bit, um, but but she looks she looks a lot stronger. It seems like she has, uh, she's taking good care of herself while you've been fighting. Alright, okay, good. She says, my love, did you did you do it? Did you did you win? Oh yeah, we totally killed that cunt. She's also we brought you back like a foot and a hand and a head. We had to throw the mace away because it was really heavy. Oh excellent. I was hoping to make a charm bracelet, and these will do nicely. Oh yes, no, I like your dark humor slash totally realistic statements. Yes, I, I do like the morbid, but who 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 kills as often as we do would not. Oh, that's, that's very true. I've got to say, honestly, the cats were really clutch. They brought some apples around. I was writing a poem, but I was having a hard time rhyming things. But like, Polly, really, he took most of the damage for you. He really, he, he did Arcturus proud. Well, I know that Arcturus can rest now. I felt it. I felt that Polly channeled his energies through the blade and and you've done right by him. We, we've done right by him. But did you say you wrote a poem? Oh, right, no, honestly, I'm still kind of working on it. There was this whole hobblin-goblin thing, but don't you worry about it. I'll, I'll get it ready by the time, you know, we kill um, Duncan blood splatter pattern. Shanti blushes a little bit, and then she she nods and sort of looks down. She knows she knows it's a poem for her, but she's not going to push. She's going to say, the, the ship is, it appears ready to fly, but I, I can't figure out how to get aboard. There's some sort of force around it. Perhaps we need a key or some kind of enchantment to to open the ship up. Do you oh, have damn. any ideas? Oh, I have a key. I totally have one. And I reach into my tea bag and I pull out the key with the symbol of the dirigible on it. And I hand it to Shanti. 
Shanti looks at it and then walks over the ship and holds it up. And just like that, an opening on the side of the ship comes down. There's a ramp to board it. And you all are prepared to walk into that airship. And you feel just, you feel fucking great because you all leveled up. Woo! What? I'm going to walk over to uh, Villa and to Otis. Uh, Sorry, uh, Polly is. And I'm going to say, yeah, guys, uh, I got this uh, rod of rulership. uh, The one you wanted that uh, charms creatures. uh, You know, I'm not really, uh, yeah, I use my natural charm in this tracksuit to get by. So the one you want this? Did you steal that off of me? I found it on that dead priest. Oh, yeah, Lady. you didn't pick it up. It was weird. You you just left. You didn't pick up the orb of time. I got that too, but I can't figure out what it does because... Yeah, what would you say it does? Uh, Google tells me the orb uh, <laughs> uses an action to tell whether it's morning, afternoon, evening, or nighttime, but uh, that sucks. Is that's that the, That's what the internet tells me. So That's I, like a lazy watch. It's a really <laughs> shitty watch that's just <laughs> like, yeah, asshole, look at the sky. <laughs> uh, it's a sundial watch. Nate, is that is that the orb of time you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. The cleric just had a watch. I mean, you have oh. mass at certain times of day, and you want to know when when you're supposed to, especially if you're sitting in a in a murder basement reading old parchments. And you said the rod of rulership, what like tells animals what to do? Is that what you said? No, you it, uh, <laughs> creatures. Hands obedience from each creature of your choice that you can see within 120 feet of you. <laughs> Each target must succeed on a D15 wisdom saving throw or be charmed by oh, eight hours. That was that charm shimmery is, shit. The charm is canceled oh. if you hit them. Hmm. Well, that, that sounds like uh, we can, can, um, can a bard or a thief of a rogue of villa's level use wand, uh, rods, wands? I oh, she can it? use rods. I think that I think that it's probably best for Otis. I mean, I wouldn't quibble over it if somebody else wants to use yeah, it. It I doesn't agree. really matter to me. Like we can we can use the effect when anybody wants to. It's right. it's I'm got gonna, it's got rulership inside. I'm gonna hand the rod to Otis, and I'm gonna look at Villa and be like, "Hey, uh, you know, you haven't been giving me the time of day, so I'm gonna give the time of day to you, and I'm gonna <laughs> hand her the oh, orb of time." <laughs> and the orb of time says. It's probably afternoon, I guess. <laughs> ha! It's living. <laughs> Just view this orb of time as a parrot. I don't know why. <laughs> so, so yeah, you all you all level up. Um, you're also going to feel fully refreshed, so you're going to get a long rest as well before you Eek. board this ship. As you as you climb aboard the ship and weigh anchor you're going to start. Shanti's basically going to direct you to go toward that forgotten garden in the distance. And as you start to gain elevation, you hear a cacophony of horrible screeches in the sky above you. And you see that there is a flight of drakes on an intercept course for the ship. That sounds bad. As we're boarding the ship, Otis is doling out 250 gold pieces to each of you. Aww. Right. You're a good guy, buddy. Also, Danny, after I entered cleric's feet, cleric hand, cleric head into my inventory, Danny immediately gave them all away. <laughs> so I just had to delete them all. But oddly enough, and you know, viewers at home or listeners at home can tell me why, I already have Saint's bones in my bag. Oh. 
I don't remember what saint we murdered that I took <laughs> bones from, but I do have saint's bones. So. I'm pretty sure that you found a chest in the garden of, in the avenue of saints that had bones in it, among other things, and you took those bones. That's where the mitre came from also in the, uh, in the other bo- holy book. Dem bones, dem. <laughs> dem crazy saintly bones. Hey, Orby, what time is it? It's 4.47 in the afternoon. At the tone, the time will be <laughs> to die. Mm-hmm. I want her to take legend lore where she casts it on a person, event, object, or a location, and then Nate on it. Nate has to make up a story about it. But like when Nate has It's a not show. useful at all. It would just be fun to constantly cast it and make Nate make up stories on the spot. This teapot was once owned by Lady <laughs> Featherly of Night Kettle. See, you'd be great at that. Now, Lady Featherly never married, and many people conjecture that it was because she had an unholy love with this tea kettle. And you can tell because the spout is shaped prominently like a certain part of an eggplant's anatomy. Squirt. Hmm. So, so, great job, everyone. We will leave it. We will leave it there with you all on this ship with a flight of drakes descending upon you. Love it. The beats of leathery dragon wings coming your way as you try to get get ready to boat. Look out! Look out, everyone! It's time to fly this sky No, he means we need a lookout because we're going onto an airship. Oh, uh, it should probably be Otis. (laughs) Maybe look up. He'll just firebomb something. (laughs) Oh, man, there's going to be so many fireballs. Oh, boy. Do not set the thing we're currently traveling on on fire. That's what worries me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're gonna have so much fun. Lookout position. There'll be less ship for him. It's on fire now. Roll for Blank Streets of Mage is written by me, Nate Regolia. It features player performances by Billy Ferguson, Race Garber, Danny Headland, and Melody Stevens. Our theme music is A Journey Awaits by Pierre Bondifer at. P-B-O-N-D-O-E-R on the socials. It's Creative Commons via opengameart.org. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen. It's like casting bless on our whole party, and we can use all the help we can get. Otherwise, buy some D&D books or whatever RPG lights you up and get rolling.